Welcome to mini podcast number seven, and today we are doing the GM's Toolkit, where I talk about various aspects of games and GMing so that I can help out the new GMs out there and maybe help out some of the older GMs like me. Today, our subject is guidance, not railroading. Now, every GM who is played as a player or run as a GM, knows that railroading, wherein you force people to go from point A to point B and do things along the way, you force them to it, you give them no choice, that's wrong. That's terrible. That is incredibly bad GMing. It's incredibly bad adventure writing, and yet it's all over the place. I've played in 5th edition D&D games, and I'm talking published adventures from Wizards of the Coast. Big, thick, campaign books, and I'm looking at you specifically, Waterdeep, Dragon Heist, that were railroady. Our GM just hated running that game. She ran it to the end, but she hated it. We all hated it because you couldn't go off the rails, except for in a very few places you could go a little ways off, then you had to get back on because that's what it took to do the adventure. It's stated in the book. If they don't do X, then they can't do Y. If they don't do Z, you got to force them to do it. And just terrible. So railroading is universally accepted as being terrible. Don't do it, kids. If you're a noob out there getting ready to run your first adventures, don't do it. The opposite of railroading, of course, is sandbox. And we'll get to that at some point. In fact, I think it's the next episode. But we're going to talk about guidance, not railroading. It's a kind of a thin line in some respects because you are getting them to do what you want, but you're not forcing them. You're just sort of guiding them along. So this is how I generally run adventures that I've written up or thought out that have a certain path that they need to go on. Now, I don't do those sort of adventures very often. I love running sandboxes because I love letting my players just do whatever they want and then I respond to it. But sometimes you get an adventure idea and you want them to do something. You don't force them. You start them off. Maybe they've been, you know, offered a lot of money to do a thing. And maybe that thing does involve them going from town A to town B and then to the castle that's all fallen down and they got to go through the dungeons there. And then they've got to go to the mountaintop and see the old man who's going to tell them what the scroll says. And then finally they can go to the big city where they're going to do whatever they're going to do. But let's say they are on their way to town A and they decide to get sidetracked, which players will do at the drop of a hat. You know, the tiniest shiny object will send them off doing something else. And that's good. 
may not be so good for you as a GM when you've got everything planned out going up the hill, but let them do it. What you do is guide them back around to getting on the path they're supposed to be. So yeah, if they're chasing after that pink cow because they think it might be magical, let them do that for a whole session. Let them chase that pink cow. Let them find the pink cow. Let them find out that that pink cow belongs to a giant who is pretty pissed off that they're screwing around with his cow. And then they can fight him. Maybe you let them get their asses kicked a little bit. Maybe they scare the cow off and the giant goes after it. But whatever the case, they've done that little bit of stuff. And then you can have them find a trail that leads back to the road that they were on the first case. And that's what you do. You don't railroad them into going strictly from point A to point B. You let them do things along the way. If they want to suddenly diverge from this adventure and go off and do something else because you had them go into a town and they looked at the bulletin board and you didn't put anything interesting up there because you didn't want to divert them, but they still saw something and they got diverted. I've had players actually really truly stop an adventure, stop their, their thing they were getting paid to do so they could go off and earn a little bit more money helping a guy pick apples. Now, granted, they also had the idea of stealing a bunch of those apples and selling them because they, apparently they were really great apples, which I made a mistake of saying. But, you know, they did it. I let them pick apples for 20 minutes out of the game. They managed to steal a few. They made some money. And then they went back to what they were supposed to be doing. And players will do that if you've got enough of a carrot hanging off a stick, you know. Uh, well, you know, they said we get the other 500 gold once we finished, and we could use that 500 gold, so let's go do the job. So that's what you do. You guide them. And sometimes it's going to be frustrating because they will go way off the rails, and you got to slowly guide them back around. And maybe you do that by telling them, well, yeah, you know, we heard about that town that you guys were from, and they're getting assaulted like hell by those undead. And then the players are going to be like, oh, shit, we screwed up. We've been dicking around here for two weeks of game time, and we got away from our mission, and now the town is under assault, and we have property there or friends or whatever, so we got to get back on our mission and get to wherever we're going. So that's what you do. You don't railroad, you guide. Sometimes you have to guide in a long roundabout manner. Sometimes you can do it a little easier, you know. They start down a trail, and you don't want them to go there. Let them go, but let them keep meeting fiercer and fiercer monsters because now they're going into monster land, and, you know, eventually that's going to lead to them getting killed. And eventually, most players and characters will realize, yeah, okay, maybe we shouldn't go any further because, you know, the trolls are getting bigger, and there's more of them, and I think we've reached about our limit for fighting these trolls. So that's what you have to do. Just give them places to go. Make sure that you've got a few ideas for what happens if they go off the trail. Try not to drop too many juicy little shiny objects and tidbits in their path. But also don't completely keep them from finding other stuff to do. You know, give them a little bit of stuff to do. Put them in a barroom brawl and have half of them rested and then the other half have to sneak over to the jail at night and break them out. Something like that. You know, have them eat at uh, so-and-so's place and they realize they can't pay for the meal because they're broke. 
and they have to wash dishes or something. Or, you know, give them a romantic encounter for a day or two, whatever. Let them not strictly go on the adventure if that's not what they seem inclined to do. If they do want to go from point A to point B to point D and complete the adventure, by all means, let them do it. Just say, okay, this is, you know, you've, I've got it all figured out. So they go along and do the thing, and it's great. But, like I say, players will screw with your game, screw with your expectations, and go off the rails at the drop of a hat, and they will do stupid things along the way, too. So you've got to adjust for all this. So once again, we're back to my old saying, is that a GM has to be flexible. Very, very flexible. You have to be able to tie yourself in a knot to keep the players happy and to keep yourself happy. So, remember, guidance, not railroading, and have a whole lot of fun. And we will be back in a month and a half or so with another episode.